about navigating the thinking mind. Um, has one, anyone experienced any thoughts coming up in their <laughs> meditation? Okay, so this might be relevant this morning. Um, w- w- the direction that we're going in uh, in the meditation practice is to step out of being lost in thought and coming into being aware of what's going on. So it's important that we have this 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 intention, this willingness to step out of being lost again and again and again. And the first thing I want to acknowledge, it's tricky, and it's something that we're continually doing because we have these minds that are designed to think a lot. And that's just the way the human mind is. So one piece of it that I found very important to remember is that I need to have a quality of really deep acceptance of deep kindness of this is the way the mind is. This is what it's going to do. And at the same time, what I couple together with this quality of acceptance is this willingness to come back again and again, to step out of being lost, to step out of the stories. Some things that can be helpful for that or or, uh, ways of navigating this that we're continually doing. One is what I call after-the-fact mindfulness. So you might notice a lot of times when the mind is lost in thought, there's that moment. There's the moment when mindfulness comes back, and when the moment of mindfulness comes back in a strong way, a lot of times what happens is that we step out of the thinking. The story stops, or the thinking stops, on one level at least. We're back here right now. And in that moment... There's a few things. It's a a precious moment because it's a moment of mindfulness. So often what I'll do is I'll notice the quality of the thought. Oh, planning, remembering, judging, fantasizing. So that there's a knowing, there's an awareness of what has just happened. And then what I do, which I find helpful, is often, not always, but often I'll come to the body sense right then. And I get a sense of the body, bodily component that was connected with what was just happening. For example, sitting here, paying attention to the feeling of the breathing, the mind gets lost in planning. I notice it's planning, and then I I check in with my body. And often with planning, for me, there's sometimes a slight agitation, especially in the center of my body. Sometimes it's a feeling of excitement or worry. And that gives me something direct to be with, to feel. And then I'm just with that as I continue. Also, not to get too obsessed with trying to get to the place where there is no thinking. The mind can start to collect around an experience like the breath, and there can still be a quality of um, of of subtle thought that's happening in the background. That's fine, just continuing to be with the feeling of the breathing, the direct experience of that, until the mind gets pulled away, gets lost in a story, or gets lost in in, in the thinking. A couple other things you might want to become sensitive to. One is, is 
again, I want to reemphasize it. It requires diligence. It requires that I'm committed to stepping out of the story and committed to seeing it for what it is rather than being lost in it. When mindfulness is stronger, sometimes you can catch the arising and passing away of a thought or you can uh, catch the formation of it. And the best way to do that is to uh, see the two different components of the thinking process. One is is that uh, thinking forms in terms of images in the mind and also words. So a lot of times if you can, uh, when the mind is sensitive, you can get a sense of the emergence of an image or the emergence of the beginning of a phrase or a word. It can be as simple as the two words, oh no. There it is. Interesting. There it is. Oh, and there's the hearing of it and noticing how it forms and then it dissipates. Sometimes when the mindfulness is strong, there's a sense of just hearing the mumbling, like the words haven't formed, but there's a mumbling activity of thought. Noticing that, being aware of that, not lost in it, aware of the mumbling, how it mumbles and grumbles and then maybe subsides or then forms into words. A lot of times people have a sensitivity to <clears throat> this internal talk somewhere in between their ears, like, like they're hearing somewhere in their head in between their ears, sometimes around the jaw. And just to become sensitive to it, you might just want to say the word <clears throat> to yourself right now, silently, mindfulness, and get a sense of where do you hear that? And it's in that location or that general location, if there's a sensitivity, there can be this catching of the emergence of words. The same with images. So if you imagine, imagine a pineapple right now, and you bring to mind a pineapple, it will be probably vague and unclear. It might come and go. You might get a sense of seeing it as if it's happening maybe in front of your eyes or behind your eyes or above and below them. And you can say there's this space within which you see that pineapple. This is the space within which we can have a sensitivity to the formation of image. So again, it's having an anchor, which can be very helpful, like the breath. But if thinking arises, having the sensitivity to these areas as you continue. With keeping that in mind, I invite you to, again, beginning with this quality of relaxation. Allowing the limbs, the legs, and the arms to have a quality of relaxation.
in particular allowing for ease in the hands. Allowing for a general sense of relaxation in the torso, so allowing the stomach and belly to ease and settle. The chest cavity and the back. the shoulders the muscles in the face the jaw and allowing the eyes to rest back into their sockets. And if you're using the breath contacting the direct experience of the breathing, when thinking arises, noticing it for what it is again and again and again. With acceptance yet diligence. and continuing on like this. As you continue to navigate thought on this retreat, uh, just a a few more things you might wanna keep in mind. One is, is to always be checking in with how is the mind relating to thinking? You really could say that thinking is not the problem. The problem is uh, how uh, we're relating to the thinking process. So if if there's a quality of that you're navigating thinking and meditation, and there starts to be this irritation, this frustration, this this um, uh, around thinking, then there's there's the suffering. There's there's the dukkha around how the mind's relating to it. It's this sense of this shouldn't be happening. So noticing that, uh, this, this um, not wanting it to happen. 
and oppositely noticing uh, when the mind is just has this sense of screw it, I'm going to spend this sit to fantasize about <laughs> the next time I go to the beach or what I'm going to do at home. <laughs> I'm going to take this meditation to do that. That does have a name. It's called grasping. <laughs> to notice that as well. So notice how is the mind relating to it. And in the midst of that, we're still, we're still um, having this commitment to step out of the story, the commitment to um, be diligent about being present rather than lost but actually not out of aversion and not being lost uh, in a way that's being fueled by, by craving. Also, I found it helpful if uh, sometimes you might notice that uh, the thinking process can feel like a freight train. Have you ever had that experience where it's just you, you try to notice what's going on, you label it, and then you come back to the breath and like, boom, you're back at it. You're back lost in thought. And it just seems to have such a momentum and such a, a control over the mind. In those times, what I do is I open up my eyes. It's like, I got to restart because just being mindful isn't working. So I open my eyes and actually look around a little bit and allowing the eyes to really contact specific things to see to help just uh, create a cut in the momentum of the thinking. And then when there's a little bit of a cut, then I'll come back to the feeling of the body especially. And then I might be with the body sense for a little while and then I might open up my eyes again and then coming back to the body sense. Again, this is in, in service of being with the dynamic that's arising, not that's somehow getting away from it or getting rid of it, but just coming back so that there's a realm of mindfulness there. And then lastly, uh, one other form of uh, thought. Um, you ever get a song stuck in your head? <laughs> yeah, so um, good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I find helpful is that sometimes when it has a momentum to it, sometimes if I, again, in service of being with it, if I slow down the rhythm of it, and kind of elongated, it allows me to kind of step, step out of being lost in it, and again, being with the body sense of it, because a lot of times for me, there's a kind of agitation or feeling in the body underneath that, and it allows me to contact that. So again, something you might want to do is you actively slowing it down in the mind in order to, to be with it. And then one uh, reminder, as I mentioned last night, there will be uh, some construction going on, just so you're aware of um, that. And again, just another great object of meditation. Okay, may you have a mindful day.